Welcome to Gone Heat, a developmental podcast. We're learning a real developmental podcast because NXT is no longer a separate brand. No. It is here to feed the monster that is Monday Night Raw. Yes. Raw, Raw. Feed them new characters to disregard and ruin. <laughs> and then blame NXT. And blame you for. Okay. First of all, the rebranding of NXT. Let's get into that. We've had a couple weeks to digest it. This is Go Home Heat, by the way. Yes. And this is Justin. This is me, KP. We've had a couple of weeks to digest this. Appearance. It's like if somebody took the 90s and just threw it up all over something. The paint scheme is like something straight out of like off a 90s like Rednecks muscle car. You know, mm-hmm. the bright colors, all that stuff. It's I don't know, dude. I get the I don't know who told them that was made it look cool or hip or whatever. John Laurinaitis would be my guess and Bruce Pritchard. <laughs> okay. When I was so... cool back in the nineties, these colors were really bright and shiny. <laughs> and I like it. And the kids are into that that rap music nowadays. <laughs> Okay, so it is it is no longer dingy and grungy. You can see everything. It is almost pink. In Technicolor. In Technicolor, absolutely. The peacock, as they would say. Oh, my God, dude. Okay, the good thing is that we do know who the main focus of this show is going to be over the next 6 to 12 months. Broadbreaker. Because he wears the same colors as the show. Yes. I think this whole show was built around his unitard. (laughs) Or vice versa. One of the two things happened. Right. Now, he made the focus. I think he showed up in one of his dad's throwback unis, and and they were like, we're going to build a show around that. I loved your dad. He doesn't know who you are, John. I doubt they love his dad. (laughs) No, they probably love his dad. It's his uncle. His uncle that they're going along with. A little leery of, right. Please let Scott. Actually, the set does kind of look like it was designed by Scott Steiner. This is kind of what I think Scott Steiner's (laughs) brain kind of looks like. (laughs) Now, diving in further, though, it does look like when you look at this new roster that they have, it, it does feel like we have shifted away from indie talent. We have a lot of. You know, the and, and a lot off, of amateur pro wrestlers. Picking aside, there are some definite people here who are going to be big time. You can see a lot of the potential in these guys. I think Braun Breaker is. Oh, dude, I, I pick it. That dude's going to be. Yeah. He's got everything you want, man. I agree. Everything you want. I like that dude. I, 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 I almost think, okay, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. The new guard we have with it's odd that I say Mandy, but she has moved into here new. Mm-hmm. Gigi, uh, JC, Carmelo, Trick, Odyssey Jones, Tony D'Angelo, Gacy, uh, Von Wagner. Uh, then you have not couple. Von Wagner, Von Wagner. Oh, okay. <laughs> he's a monster. He is GC big. looks Cro Magnon. Um, yeah, he's got a jawline like that dude from all the 80s and 90s movies. So he, 
you know, you know the guy I'm talking about. Right. The the old guard with your Champa, your Roddy, your Kyle, your LA Knight, your Grimes, your Loomis, your Legardo del Fantasma, Dune, all these guys are great, great workers and probably teachers. The women's division, Eo Gonzalez, Frankie, uh Carter Katz, Saray, Zoe, Kaylee Ray, still a very strong women's division. Right, mm-hmm. it, it feels like it's taken a huge step backwards, and really the talent hasn't changed that much. Who went up to the main roster right now? Ali is the only one we know. I assume Dakota Kai shows up on one of those shows. Mm-hmm. I hope Zia Lee went up. Uh, Zia Lee, um, Alaya, Ridge Holland. I was talking about the women's division. Oh, uh, which uh, Zia Lee? Who else? Was there one other? Maybe? Yeah, Aaliyah. Aaliyah, yeah. And then you had. Um, but you did lose Tony Storm fairly recently, Shotzi mm-hmm. fairly recently, Tegan Knox fairly, fairly. Right. So it, it has taken a little. I don't. Von Wagner's dad. Oh. Remember that guy? Yeah. Yeah. Actor. Actor. Again, really unique facial features. Big, big fa- facial Robert features. Robert Zadar. Yes. Go Google that guy. <laughs> but I, I do think. You have very effective workers to teach this young talent. What have you thought about the first few shows? Man. It's a lot of they, – they feels just like, throw in so much at the wall. feels like developmental, doesn't it? it, yeah. it, it they're out there for five-minute matches. Mm-hmm. You know, it just – there I, is a lot of potential of these guys, but I don't feel like I'm going to get to see the same caliber of matches on this show. Because they're just going to be doing this kind of stuff a lot of the time, which is... Right. NXT was a place where you could expect three great matches every week. Mm-hmm. And now your main event probably will be. Mm-hmm. I said, and everything else will be some... Some form of training. Training squashy. Well, for a little bit. For a little bit. You know, once these guys get some time in... They'll push them up to the roster and you'll bring in a bunch of other green people and you'll just start all over again. Because it's a developmental. And that's what they do. <laughs> yeah, but it's wrestling. I mean, all those guys up top aren't going to retire. That hasn't stopped them from bloating their upper card yet. Well, they they've... Uh, here's a question to me, though. Is this going to be the kind of system in the WWE that once you get to a certain price range as a top talent on Raw and SmackDown, if you aren't Roman, Seth, uh, Finn, mm-hmm. um, if you're not really like if they're looking at those 15-minute breakdowns and they're noticing that people aren't watching the 15 minutes you're in even though you're a top-tier guy, mm-hmm. do they get rid of those guys since they are creating this hopeful feeder system, and so that they don't have, because it totally does see that I it does feel like they're trying to cut costs. Mm-hmm. They don't have expensive talent in NXT anymore Mm-mm. at all. Yeah, all the expensive talent's gone. Yeah, you know, um, Johnny Gargano. I don't know if you heard he changed his Twitter thing. WWE and NXT are out of his Twitter handle. I wouldn't be surprised. I could see where he could look around and go, yeah, you know. I think his contract's up. Writing's on the wall for me, right? Yeah. I think I think Champa is probably here to put over mm-hmm. Breaker and move on. We move on to something else. I think that's exactly why during this during this episode you have <clears throat> Champa give a great promo. Then Braun comes out. It sounds so weird. Uh, 
Steiner's kid comes out, which uh, his last name is, but his first name is Bronson, right? Mm-hmm. He's, he's Bronson Steiner. Mm-hmm. So the Braun Breaker isn't completely right. It is, but it isn't. Oh, it no, isn't. it's stupid. <laughs> I was going to say it's not a complete name change because it's only half a name change. Well, they even changed it. I wasn't going to address Bronson, stupidity. B-R-O-N-S-O-N. His name is B-R-A-N, isn't it? Isn't it Braun? Braun Breaker? Who names? Who does this? I don't know. I don't even remember. I remember I looked at it. Don't you hope he was named after Charles Bronson? Well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> Good. I'm glad we agree on that. Of course. Okay. So he comes out. He's ready to. He he wants the title now. He's now. He doesn't want to wait. This is new me now. Champ accepts. He does wind up telling him that you want this title because it's a stepping stone to you to go there. Mm-hmm. This is my title. I want to keep it here. I want to stay here. I'm fighting for my right to be here, basically, mm-hmm. in, a, in a way. I mm-hmm. think for Champ to point to. Yeah. But he is alluding to, this is how I get to stay. Yeah. Um. Then you have, later in the show, Gacy goes over the Gacy character. It's strange. It's licensed to, it's licensed to censor or right to censor and the Straight Edge Society. They've done it before. In a kinder form. Yeah, in the, in the, in a new the new they're addressing the political liberal well, environment you know they're giving you a safe space cancel culture will be fine with him i'm sure it, um and they they're giving them the you know the, what they've always done they latch onto a cultural meme and they create a character that embodies all the either best aspects or worst aspects of a culture i mean and sergeant slaughter is an example and they blow them up you know right uh i uh what's the the russian um Back in the a golly, how am I? Who did Sergeant Slaughter always feud with? Uh, Tassel Dundunan? No, the Russian. Oh, who's not a real Russian? Who's a preacher now? Volkov. Yeah, him and the Sheik. Him and the Sheik. Yeah, right, right, right. right. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna take my life into my com- own hands, walking out here yeah. selling that I'm a Sheik. Yeah, yeah, communist. <laughs> I'm gonna take. You know the the Cold War, and I'm going to make a character for this side, and a character for this side. Right. And, like, and, and here you feel like you have a similar. Uh, yeah. Similar is the wrong term, but you do have factions in the political realm right yeah. now. Yeah, it's a cultural like, meme. Parker Brudeau winds up in the crowd watching. That's who that big guy is. is that right? who that was? I think that's who that was. Um, they got a different name. Did they for shave him. his head? Yes, it looks like. Yeah, they shaved his head. That dude's um, a monster. Correct, and he does. Thing was with Harry, looked like Brock Lesnar, which is why mm-hmm. it's hard to recognize because you're looking for the guy that looks like Brock Lesnar, and him not looking like Brock, maybe why they shaved his head. But <laughs> he does look ferocious, and I'm guessing he's going to be the opposite side of what Gacy is doing, and that's where the stare down came from. Uh-huh. Then we had Gacy approach Champ at during the show and challenge him to a match next week, a title match. I think the reason you give Champ a match with Gacy next week. So Champa doesn't lose his first title defense. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I think he had he had a multiple man title defense already, but mm-hmm. this would be the one. Champa ends up either leaving and winding up on SmackDown and getting to help with some of that younger talent, or he winds up in the twenty four seven division, or he winds up on Impact. Hey, that was my. I, I, I was going to go with the first one first. I mean, last one first. Maybe, maybe AEW. You know. I don't know. I, it's interesting to me that they haven't scooped up some other talent. I wonder if they're kind of like, we got 
pretty stocked roster here. Well, I do think they self not self corrected by any means, but I feel that Paige going over to to have that challenge at full gear yes. was their way of saying, "See, we haven't forgotten about all these people, the original talent that yeah. got here, right?" And I do think that Mox is going mm-hmm. to fight Punk. Brian, all those guys, because you can hear him saying, "Yeah, I was the guy who bet on this company first. The rest of you guys, after I made it something, you guys show, show up. up. Now I want to piggyback off my work. No, that's not mm-hmm. going to happen. I'm going to kick your ass. Yes. And those are great promos he's doing. It's Mox is the man. Plot to sell, dude. Absolutely. I, I do I do think that's where that show is going, but that is not this show. No. I. But this show does help that show a lot. <laughs> well, I do think part of the rapid fireness of this show and of what we've seen on Raw a little bit and on SmackDown a little bit, Vince has always Vince's best work has been when he looks at somebody else's product yes. and tweaks it to fit his. Yes, I agree with that. He he has a what he likes in pro wrestling. The amateur or stud big man. Mm-hmm. Superhero wrestler, bodybuilder, right? But he really likes to dive into, especially lately, the amateur wrestler. Oh yeah, and that allows for, and you're going to see a big E title reign, which is big meaty men slapping big meat. What's funny about that is, I think more than anybody else who changed him to that position was Brock. Well, Hogan was his first. Superstar Ultimate Warrior was his next big project that he thought this guy. I would argue, I would argue that Warrior showed him he was wrong. That yes, there you go. That there are in many ways. One, you can't put <laughs> one. You just you just can't put the whole company on one man's shoulders because what if that man is, is not an insane idiot or uh, or unwilling. <laughs> To help grow the rest of the company around him. Because he's an insane idiot. Maybe. Yes. And, but also you also have. a racist. <laughs> right. Well, both. Both of them. <laughs> right. Uh, it was the time. It was kind of the hip thing to. Uh, no. No. <laughs> no. It no. was the it, 90s. It was never the time, nor the hip thing to do. I would argue that Kurt Angle was the one. I can see that. Because supposedly there was a conversation where they were going to put the belt on Angle. I agree with that. And Hunter, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hunter probably fighting for his position at the top because there was some backstabbing fools backstage Ooh. back then. Not just him. Everybody. 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 Backstabbing is the wrong man. term. As Sean once said, look. Vince came into my office, told me what he wanted to came into your office, told you what he wanted you to do. Came into my office, told me what he, what you guys had decided. I said, is this a deal breaker? If I argue with you, will I get fired? Vince said, no. So I told him what I wanted. He went back to you and you agreed. That's not on me. Nope. That's on you. You should have fought for your character. Yep. Now you're going to go say Sean was on pills and mean to me. I will say I was on pills and I was mean to everybody, but I fought for my character and you did. That's on you. Now I do believe that there was a conversation where I, I read this, where Hunter said to, and Hunter is quoted on this. This isn't a quote from one of the other ones to Vince. Nobody's going to believe he's a world champ. He's too small. And Vince replied, well, what would happen if you fought? And Hunter said, well, he would, he would destroy me. I mean, he's a fighter. And he goes, Good enough, right? Mm-hmm. And so then Kurt went out and proved that size didn't matter. What Brock was was like when 
when Vince lays down to sleep at night, yes, Brock Lesnar's appear in his head. Yes. I mean, that's what he dreams about. Brock Lesnar's and Sables, pretty much. Are Vince McMahon's <laughs> idea of the perfect human being. Don't. True. <laughs> that no. is, like, if Vince but, McMahon could start a species of human, that would be the two he would start with. Are you sure it wouldn't be Trister Addison, Brock? That is the same. But Sable was always his, like, his, his, he had a thing for her. Good enough. Um, Listen to several of his compatriots. I've heard that from like several of his buddy buddies. Right. The the interesting thing going back to the show. The interesting thing is we do have Swerve and Hit Row moving up. Finally, we do I have think. Ridge moving up. Yeah. And so we think that eventually, you know, uh, Legato del Fantasmo. She went over. The uh, Electra went over. Uh huh. Be fab. So we feel that okay. Escobar's going to finally get that mid-card title reign, right? Uh, again? Yes, but he he needs it. Yeah. And that's going to solidify that. What happens to the Pete Dunns and the Grimeses? Because Grimes was perfect for the old NXT, and he feels perfect for this cartoon stuff, too. It's just a matter of who, if he'll have somebody to play off. Yeah. I think Grimes is the perfect sports entertainment. I'm a little surprised he didn't wind up on SmackDown or Raw. Mm-hmm. Although I just don't know that... Maybe somebody was smart enough to go. That character requires some television time, and we're way too busy doing boring stuff on Raw. Yeah, we've got plenty of stuff to do on Raw that's not going <laughs> to entertain you to be wasting your time with Cameron Grimes. That said, I do feel like, going back to my point before, Vince or someone has watched AEW and said, tag team wrestling, multiple man matches, Get crowds involved. Crowds being involved is good television. We have seen more of that, except for on Friday mm-hmm. night, this Friday night, when the SmackDown had they're hemmed up a little bit because of the tournament, the, mm-hmm. ta- the King of Ring tournament. They've given us more tag wrestling. They've given us more eight-man tags, more six-man tags. They have, uh, I think last night, very seldom did they have somebody walk to the ring. You saw mm-hmm. them start to walk to the ring. They went to commercial. They came back. They didn't waste television time on the ring walk. Mm-hmm. They didn't waste television time. You know what I mean? Like, it's a lot more pop, 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 pop. Mm-hmm. When you see in this show, like you said, five-minute match, five-minute match, five-minute match. We never get to see a long, extended good mm-hmm. match. So maybe as talent It almost reminds me of back in the day. Remember when you'd watch Saturday Night Main Event? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it was cool, but there was never enough time. There was never any matches, hardly. They were all, if you saw a big star, it was a squash match. It was he a was, glimpse. He right. was squashing somebody for five. Like right. if Undertaker showed up, he wrestled the Brooklyn, uh, the Brooklyn Brawler, and he beat him in five minutes, and then he was he was out of there again. You didn't see, you know. To to your point, D- Dune and Grimes didn't get the amount of time it should have gotten. No, it just didn't, and. It wound up being fine. It was good. Dunn goes over. And that was all to service Kyle O'Reilly. Dunn, it was. The whole, point, the whole point of this was O'Reilly and Wagner. And also, you know, you have Ridge and Dune, but that's not going to work because Holland's leaving. So Dune's about to be an island on his own, which he can do. Yeah. He's a killer. But I, I just, I wonder what his place is because I feel like maybe main roster makes more sense for him. I think... Kyle Riley, Pete Dunne, Pete Dunne, and several of these guys are about to be just gradually written um, down the show. 
Flip side of that, though, is if they'll stick with those names. If you want to teach these guys how to freaking wrestle, Kyle O'Reilly, mm-hmm. Pete Dunn, especially a Bron, a Bron Breaker, yeah, <laughs> whatever, right? Breaker. Uh, uh, this 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 guy we had debut here, Tony D'Angelo or whatever it is. Yeah, dude, I like the character. I like the fact that he's in the velour sweatsuit. I like mm-hmm. I like the fact that he tried to bribe the ref before the match even started. Yeah, dude, there was a moment in that match. The guy goes for him, and he does a quick, legit wrestling shoot around him. And yeah. It was a blink of an eye fast. And they were, and, and the guy mentions, uh, oh, you know, he was an All-American wrestler. Boy, you didn't have to tell me that. Mm-mm. There's a, that you know, got dip the knee, there's, shoot behind. Right. Avoid the, people you know, can't do that. You know what I mean? And a wrestler can at all times. And you know what I mean? the thing about that move that you, people don't get when you when you have had that ha- something like that happen to you, I used to – Spar against a guy who was like the number four wrestler in the state of Louisiana before he came to college. Yeah. And I am not that physically gifted. And he hit a move like that on me. And if you're in front of it, what it looks like is that dude just disappeared. <laughs> right. Because he changes sight level and he goes out of your sight. And, and then, then all you have sudden, hands behind you. Yeah. You. yeah. Then, yeah, yeah. then you're going for a ride <laughs> most of the time. <laughs> you ever heard Seth talk about Brock? Uh-uh. And like being in a ring with him, and like just he's like, yeah, he's like way over there. And next thing you know, he's behind you. And then next thing you know, you're like flying 20 feet. You yeah. know, and it's it's got to be terrifying, dude. Correct. I, I thought Pat McAfee said it right, man. If the aliens show up tomorrow, mm-hmm. and we need a human being to fight them, yeah, you said Rob. You said Rob. And I don't want to hear. I, don't get me wrong. I've watched him fight in fights, and and I've seen him lose. Of course. But I also want anybody that thinks that, and I'm not knocking Punk, because that man went out there and lived a dream. Kudos. Yeah. But anybody that thinks that Brock Lesnar's MMA career in punks are equivalent is wrong. No. Lesnar A was the greatest fighter of any kind in the world while a parasite was tearing his insides apart. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> then he went in the hospital, almost died, had, had been fighting with that problem for years. Him. Yes. He was already past his prime age when he even got into MMA. Right. He didn't train MMA right. from Well, a, his prime may have been extended through performance-enhancing yoga. Yes. <laughs> DDP yoga, people. <laughs> Deoxygenium. Woo! Woo! <laughs> something. You know? uh, but, Go ahead. But, yeah, dude. I mean, and he still went in there. And, yeah, I watched him I watched him lose to uh, Frank Mir. Mm-hmm. On a on a just uh, right. I'm green in here with the Brazilian Jiu Jitsu black belt. He's one of the top got, guys got on the, leg, the planet. Yeah. That happens to everybody. That is, there's no shame in getting caught by Frank Mir in a slick little heel hook. Right. Because at the time, but, Frank was the second best fighter in the world. Yeah. Brock which, was the best. Yeah. You go. He came in the ring that second time, and it was a murder. He murdered him, mm-hmm. and it didn't. It wasn't even. It wasn't even close. Right. Correct. Now, then we have, uh, like you said, O'Reilly and, and Wagner wind up saving, and it winds up we're going to get that match next week. I guess Tenshai is over as. <laughs> what the hell, dude? <laughs> Who's this new person with Andy? I don't even know who she is. Well, that she Bo was is... in his wedding. She was in. His, she was oh, in yeah. the wedding. Bo is useless. Well, Candice LeRae's pregnant. Yeah. So she can't really tag team partner with her. Yeah. Right. Um, but Indy getting, I would guess that 
they love Indy. Oh, yeah. And I, I think love Indy's Indy. going over. I love Indy. I could see her challenging. Again, Indy has everything in the sports entertainment world. Yes. She's tall. She's athletic. She did her spring, her springboard. She's got a great little finisher, the springboard elbow. Mm-hmm. She, um, she's hilarious. Yeah. She can play any role they want to with her. She can be bad. She can be good. She can be anything you need her to be. She's been with Candice LeRae here for over a year now. Learned everything she could. Candice LeRae. Perfect. Is one of the greatest female wrestlers mm-hmm. on the planet and probably one of the best teachers on the planet. Now we started this show out with Mandy Rose versus. She beat Ember Moon. Yes. <laughs> Dude, Mandy is on the fast track, right? She winds up not quite booking the show, but she wins what is a good match. Mandy has become a, a passable pro wrestler. Mm-hmm. I like the flash knee. The presence is good. I don't get how it's changed all that much with the dark hair. I thought for we would go away from the fact that she likes her looks. If we're darkening the hair and the new crew, but I guess toxic attraction doesn't mean we're going. Obviously, I did not get the Black Widow spider's web that we were weaving for society when we dyed our hair. Uh huh. There's an intricacy to this character change, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> that I had missed. I thought they would go blatantly obvious and have her like wear a hoodie for a reason because yeah. she's not wanting to focus on what she looks like. But I'll digress. What? <laughs> what? Hey, if I look like that, you'd know about it too. You son. know about it too. I got no problem with that. <laughs> right. But don't okay. tell me one thing and then have her come out there. Just... Anyway, so she goes over. I like the flash knee. It's a good move. Ember did great here. I assume this means Ember's character is continuing to spiral into some form of a change. I or. Maybe she'll be in the 24-7 title hot soon. Maybe she'll be in a wrestling division that needs very talented women. Impact. Another company. AEW. Either one. She'd she really help AEW out. Yeah. She's she's they have a they have two or three wrestlers that are around. Amber Man She'd be the best wrestler there. Is one of the best female wrestlers on the planet, and I don't understand. I, I, I like the women's division over there. Yeah. But she would be the best, like, bell-to-bell wrestler. Besides Serena, who probably trained her. Yeah. You know? Shout uh, out Serena Deep. Incredible. Are they going to re? Are they gonna reunite right to censor? Because they've got, I mean, uh, the Straight Edge Society, because they've got all three members just about. Because Gallows... Serena no, Deeb. No, I don't think Punk wants to be Punk. I, they I, should do it one night. I would, one night. They should have a throwback night and do something funny with that. Just have Punk come out in a hoodie. Yeah. I mean, a a, a, a mask. Yeah. And do the old. That was my favorite when he was bald or when he was yeah. wearing a mask. That oh, was so good. It. Okay, back to this. Back to this. I'm, I apologize. LA Knight loses, uh, wins over Odyssey Jones. I liked it. It was fine. Again, it's so quick. These things are happening. Odyssey is a great performer. Under Knight Chase needed the win. Screwed with it. Yes. Yeah. Correct. Another character we're just learning about, the Ikemenjiro, Gacy. We already talked a little bit about that. Another fast match. Gacy winds up winning. He hugs the guy afterwards to show you who the who this is about. Uh, Cora Jade was supposed to start her career against someone else, but Frankie Monet jumps him and then dominates for three minutes and then somehow gets caught in a roll-up. I didn't hate this. I think the way in the old days, I would say Jade would wind up losing three times in a row to 
Monet mm-hmm. and that this would all course correct and it would give you a chance to learn the character. I don't know if that happens here because I don't know what the old days and the new days have in mm-hmm. common right now. No, I don't either. And it, uh, Pete Dunn with the match, it was fine. Like I said, again, it was a little too quick. Tony D'Angelo looked great in his match. And then we have uh, Mia Yim Boa thing, which we were talking about. You mean Mei Ying, not Mei Mei Ying, I'm sorry. And Indy, then we get the the, the, um, Raquel calling out Toxic Attraction as they had jumped her the week before. They do the Shield thing. To me, when I see Toxic Attraction, I think Shield. I don't. Oh, yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. (laughs) Three Beyonce's. Yes, all all of them. (laughs) (laughs) Or There's two good wrestlers there in Mandy Rose. Two young green wrestlers as far as WWE stuff, but I still think they both have, especially uh, the uh, the uh, Darby's ex-wife. I think Gigi. Gigi Dolan. I think she's got a lot of upside. I think the other girl, it, it, everything, like Mandy's smooth on the stick, mm-hmm. and, and and Gigi's not terrible. The other girl is kind of, I don't, I don't think she knows who the character is. Not yet. Nor, nor should she like no, you said, no, it's no, development. It's development. But so they surround the ring in shield fashion, even though obviously they're not quite there yet. Yeah, not <laughs> quite. EO and Zoe come out. They 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 got her back here as the all champions, and it looks like we're going to have some form of faction versus champions mm-hmm. little run here against each other. I would assume the toxic attraction loses, and then starts to run roughshod over the mid card. Um. That, that's what I said. Then we get MSK, Briggs and Jensen, Grizzle Young Vets, and Carmelo and Trick. Again, there was only, there might have been 16 minutes when they started walking to the ring. There was a commercial during it. At first, I was really mad because I think they started walking out at 53 minutes. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, if you consider double zeros mm-hmm. at the end. So they had seven minutes before uh, nine o'clock. But then I forgot that. They go over a little bit. Mm-hmm. But still, it's only like 11 minutes to wrestle, right? And it's a, it'd be different if it was two people. Yeah. But this was four guys, and the crowd was so mad when Trick and Carmelo lose. Uh-huh. Because they get – I thought, too, weird booking decision to have an MSK beat them because I don't think – I don't think the person booking the match realized Melo and Trick were going to be that over. Trick is green, but that guy's uber athletic, and he oozes charisma. They, they both do. There's something. They're going to be – dude. Yes. I don't know if this show makes it. Them two dudes make it. Them two dudes make it. Right. Oh, I agree with that. I love that trick guy. Oh, dude, he's awesome, isn't he? He just, and again, he's really green. He's a little awkward with his clotheslines. Uh-huh. He's he's kind of gangly, almost like a deer learning to walk. But yeah. you can see it's all there. Mm-hmm. And you can see, like, I mean, he ain't the rock. But you can see that kind of, uh Whenever it all gets put together, oh yeah, this is going to be something. You couldn't see that with the Rock when he was wearing turquoise, but once he Puka got shells. in, once he got in, the, <laughs> once he got in the nation, yeah. you could see okay, oh, at some point this matters, yeah. right? He ain't quite there yet, but at some point this guy's going to matter, and I feel that way about this kid. And Melo is is going to be a way better wrestler than him. Mm-hmm. I, I like Melo outside of the ring too, but it, I, I don't know. Like, it'll be fun to see which one. It's just like Dawkins and yeah. It's going to be fun to see who becomes bigger because I think they both can. Yes. Right? And picking a guy will be fun because at some point you're going to be like, oh, that guy wants Janetti and you're yeah. going to be wrong. Right? Yeah. 
nothing against Gennetti. I mean, anybody that murders somebody behind a dumpster and then admits to it 35 years later is yeah. all fine in my book. Yeah. Great guy. <laughs> what? Briggs and Jensen, it seemed like them. They they showed them fighting each other, I think, in a bar at one time. Yeah. And then that mm-hmm. – I liked the way they performed in this match. You had the Grizzled Young Vets kind of hold it together here. I worry that they get cast away mm-hmm. as we as we move toward a more experience. I think the company is behind MSK. Yes. And I think that's the right call. Yes. Because when I look at this show – the only thing that jumps out at me as this fits what I'm showing you as the intro mm-hmm. is in right. The entire show looks like it was built to fit two things: mm-hmm. Braun Breakers Uni uh-huh. and MSK. And MSK, they feel like this show. Yes, I mean, I think on the other show I accidentally said NXT, and you said you're right. Uh huh. When I when I, when I was talking about MSK. Mm-hmm. They go over. They were fantastic in this match. They fought from down under. They proved their mettle. Briggs and Jensen shake their hands when it's over. Imperium jumps them. I I love it when they wrestle Imperium. Anybody wrestles Imperium. It's going to be good. Dude, how? uh, Those two dudes are in so much better. Like, I don't know what gym they got into. The... Yeah. I, Eichner has always been well built, but recently mm-hmm. he has looked as if he really upped it a notch. And Carved then, from stone. The other dude looked incredible last night. You went an ounce of fat on that guy. It was like he got jealous of what Eichner was doing and went in there and sped it up. Yeah, I know. Fantastic wrestlers. Yes. This should be a great little feud, and I, I have predicted in the other show. I believe Walter. that Walter winds up being on SmackDown. Imperium goes with him. Mm-hmm. No, on Raw. I apologize. I believe Walter winds up on Raw. Imperium goes with him, and we have Faction Warfare up there. And Raw becomes the greatest television show in the most entertaining three hours you've seen since The Godfather. In Florida, there's a statue <laughs> called the Baker Act. <laughs> Which Woo! is where you're, if you somebody is deemed to be a danger to themselves or others or is incapable of caring for self because their mind has just gotten so far out there that they can be institutionalized. You know, so be you, careful you know why Samoa Joe's been taken off TV? Because they're just going to give him Monday Night Raw to book it and run it and just leave him completely alone. What? Yes. <laughs> yes. I'll be on the phone over here. <laughs> Okay, so I made that up yeah. <laughs> in case somebody thinks. So. Oh my god! Anyway, this has been a go home heat production. I had a good time talking. Oh, loving it. Yeah. Um, copyright twenty twenty one. Check out our friends at the Gin Project, the GINN Project dot com. Check out the Daily Smart, your one stop shop for all things pro wrestling. Justin, go home. <laughs>